0: the grace and love of our lord and savior be with us always amen the word of god we want to consider today is again our epistle reading for this past sunday from romans chapter 13 we're looking especially at verses 1 and 5 through 10 where the apostle paul said everyone must submit himself to the governing authorities for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Therefore, it is necessary to submit to the authorities, not only because of possible punishment, but also because of conscience. This is also why you pay taxes, for the authorities are God's servants who give their full time to governing. Give everyone what you owe him, If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. Let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another. For he who loves his fellow man has fulfilled the law. The commandments do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not covet and whatever other commandment there may be, are summed up in this one rule. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to its neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. My dear friends in Christ, in his parable of the unmerciful servant Jesus talked about this king who decided that it was time to settle accounts with his servants that owed him money and there was one servant that owed him ten thousand talents that was an amount that we could say would be like millions of dollars an amount that that person, that servant, would never be able to really even touch. But but when the king said to him, pay your debt, what happened is that that servant said, please give me some time and I'll pay you back every penny. Of course, that wasn't going to be possible. He would never be able to really touch that debt. But... The master, the king, he ended up having mercy on him, having pity on him, and canceled his debt and let him go. But then the surprising thing happened. What happened is that that servant went out and found a fellow servant who owed him a 100 denarii. And now that was like a few dollars, say for instance, 20 bucks or something like that. That was an amount that that second servant couldn't pay back at that moment, but it was an amount that, you know, give him a little bit of time and he'd be able to take care of it. But now in the case of the first servant, when the master said pay it back and he couldn't, originally he was going to be sold, he and his family, and his all his possessions to begin paying back the debt, but that wouldn't have touched it really. Now what this this first servant did is he had that second servant thrown into jail until he could pay the debt. And of course, that was not something he's going to be able to do at all. But now if you think about that story, with as much as that first servant had been forgiven by the king, by the master... Don't you think he kind of owed it to the second servant to forgive him that little amount that he owed him? Well, I told you this parable right now because our reading for today talks about the continuing debt to love. The continuing debt to love that we have because God has given us such an amazing amount of love. He has forgiven us our sin debt. And, well, the Apostle Paul said, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. In Christ, God has given us so much love that that's an amount that, well, we could never pay off a debt like that. We could never pay that off. That's why we have this continuing debt to love. Fortunately, what God doesn't say to us is God doesn't say to us, you owe this huge amount to me. I've given you so much love. You owe me that in return. And you're going to have to pay that debt or else you're going to end up being thrown into prison being thrown into eternal punishment in hell until that debt would be paid off. Fortunately, God doesn't do that. He doesn't demand a repayment of this enormous debt that we owe to God. But because of the amazing love that our God has for us, Amazing amount of love that he's given us, what God wants us to do, not to try to pay him back, but he wants us to recognize this continuing debt to love, this continuing debt to love, to show love for one another, to show love to our neighbor, to love our neighbor as we love ourselves, he says here. Yes, we have that continuing debt to love. But God doesn't want us to say, yeah, I better do this. I better love my neighbor because I need to try to pay God back or I need to try to earn my way to heaven. Rather, we'll want to keep working and paying that continuing debt to love to say thank you to God for all of his love to us. Well, showing that love one another to our neighbor well part of showing that love does include that we would submit ourselves to the authorities that God has placed over us Paul says this is why you pay taxes for the authorities are God's servants who give their full time to governing give everyone what you owe him if you owe taxes pay taxes if revenue then revenue if respect then respect if honor, then honor. Through the Holy Spirit's revelation, God has revealed to us, we know our place as Christian citizens in this world, and our place means that we would submit to the secular government. That's part of it here. And what God wants us also to do here is he wants us to see and accept our responsibility as as individuals, as individual citizens in our community. And what does Paul say about that? He says, let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another. For he who loves his fellow man has fulfilled the law. As Christian citizens, the fact is, is that we're going to want to take care of all of the debts that we have to the best of our ability, but Paul wants us to also recognize that there's one debt that we'll never pay off, that that we'll be keeping on paying on throughout the course of our lives, and that is the debt to always be loving, to always be loving our fellow man, as Jesus says. Jesus says we'll want to love everyone, that we'll want to love our neighbor as we love ourselves, and now when we hear that, we may be tempted to think, well, I'll have to show love to my neighbor if it's returned or if it's at least politely acknowledged, but it's not that we're supposed to love when we've We're getting something in return. Remember, Paul wrote this to the Roman Christians. And those Roman Christians, they lived in a community that persecuted and ridiculed those who followed Jesus, those who professed to be Christian. They persecuted and ridiculed those who followed Christ who had been so shamefully persecuted crucified because of our sins. And soon what the people of that community would end up doing is they'd end up gathering together those Roman Christians and taking them to the Roman Colosseum and throwing them to the wild beasts to be mauled and torn apart. That's what ended up happening there. Yet their shameful behavior, their treatment of the Christians, that didn't cancel Paul's command here and what God's command. Jesus says we're supposed to love all people and he says we're supposed to love even our enemies. The Roman Christians, they were still bound to this continuing debt to love, to love all their neighbors as they love themselves even though they did all the things that they did against them. Now, Scripture says we can and we should hate the sin that people commit, but Scripture also says that what we'll also want to do is always love the sinner, always love the soul, always be concerned about everyone's eternal soul and eternal life. And why is that? It's because of this continuing debt love, Oh, like the first servant in Jesus' parable, we've received forgiveness from our God for a debt, a sin debt, that is so great that we'll never be able to ever touch it or ever repay it. Nor does God want us to try to think we can do that as well. We'll never be able to pay that debt to God. But God in his grace and mercy took care of that debt for us. He gave us Jesus. He gave us this amazing Savior and and he gives us such an amazing love, his grace and mercy. Since God has shown us that amazing amount of love, how really could we be like that first servant who went after the second servant and refused to forgive him his debt, don't we want to do all that we can to share the love that God has graciously given to us, to share that love with everyone we can? Amen. Let's. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we owed you so, such an enormous debt because of our sins, but in your grace and love, you forgive us completely. Thank you for your help. Please build up and strengthen our faith so we will always want to share the love you have given us with everyone we can. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.